0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Quad Shot, where we help you down and digest the day's most pertinent cancer news. It's April 3rd, 2023. Welcome to The Quadcast. Let's dive in. First up, loss of vision. A shortage of PluVicto has led Novartis to halt new patient starts in order to supply patients actively receiving treatment. If you thought your March Madness bracket looked bad, just compare it with the timeline for rolling out PluVicto. With great excitement, we learned back at ASCO 2021 yes, 2021, that the targeted radiopharmaceutical Lutetium-177-PSMA or Pluvicto, improved overall survival in men with metastatic, castration-resistant prostate cancer who progressed on ADT, an androgen receptor pathway inhibitor, and docetaxel. While many other targeted agents get accelerated approval with far less impressive results, it took almost a year for the FDA to approve Pluvicto. During this time, a large population of patients began to accumulate with great hope that this drug would help extend their survival. Unfortunately, it soon became apparent that Pluvicto was hard to come by. We've personally seen patients with refractory, metastatic castration-resistant prostate cancer wait two to three months to get a first dose. Earlier in March, the manufacturer Novartis posted on the FDA website that there was a shortage of Pluvicto that could last at least four months. Novartis has also recently canceled doses for new patients. Due to the lack of supply, they can only provide enough doses for existing patients. Currently, Pluvicto supplies for the U.S. are produced at a single facility in Italy. That's right, a drug with a half-life of 6.6 days has to make it from Italy to your local center. There's another facility in New Jersey that apparently supplies Canada but is awaiting FDA authorization to supply its own country. A source of delay in expanding production may have been FDA concerns about manufacturing quality issues. Apparently, Novartis didn't anticipate such a large demand for a drug that improves survival in patients who usually have no other good treatment options. The bottom line is, A year after FDA approval and nearly two years after reporting of the VISION trial, patients with refractory metastatic castration-resistant prostate cancer cannot start treatment with the life-prolonging therapy Pluvicto due to shortages from production. Novartis, 2023. Up second. Spot on. Are outcomes from breast conservation therapy for multifocal breast cancer the same as those with unifocal breast cancer? ACASOG Z11102 was a single-arm, phase 2 trial that described the outcomes of breast conservation therapy for patients with multifocal breast cancer. 204 patients with 2 or 3 foci of disease amenable to breast conservation and clinical N0 to N1 disease had lumpectomies followed by whole breast radiation and a boost. They had to have at least 2 centimeters of normal tissue between foci and could have disease in no more than 2 quadrants. Standard fractionation was used, 45 to 50 gray, with a 10 to 16 gray boost to all lumpectomy cavities. At 5 years, the cumulative rate of local recurrence was 3%, and this was well below the acceptable threshold of 8% set for the trial. No patients had regional recurrence. An interesting finding was that among the small subset who didn't have a preoperative MRI, the rate of recurrence was almost 23%. That is likely because among patients who had preoperative MRI, 42% had a second or third foci detected by MRI, but not detected on mammogram or ultrasound. The bottom line is, AKAZOG Z11102 shows that breast conservation is feasible and a good treatment option for women with multifocal breast cancer. The risk of local recurrence is low with breast conservation therapy, but patients with multifocal disease likely benefit from preoperative MRI. Thanks to Bowie, JCO, 2023. Up next, age is not just a number. The indications for whole brain radiation are becoming ever narrower as alternative techniques such as radiosurgery and hippocampal sparing IMRT prove to result in comparable disease control with fewer neurocognitive sequelae. But what is it exactly about standard whole brain that causes such negative effects in the minds of patients, particularly the elderly? This fascinating imaging study retrospectively looked for clues across the standard pre- and post-treatment brain MRIs performed on 72 patients receiving whole brain radiation over the last decade at Northwestern. It used a recently developed AI platform designed to accurately predict a patient's age by analyzing brain surface morphology on MRI as a measure of cortical volume loss. When compared to thousands of healthy controls, patients aged nearly 10 times. Yes, 10 times following whole brain radiation. Interestingly, among those receiving whole brain, the hippocampi aged nearly nine times faster after conventional therapy with whole brain than with hippocampal avoidance whole brain. This compelling concept of quote-unquote rapid aging fits well with the observation of particularly devastating cognitive demise after standard whole brain for patients who have already begun experiencing age-related neurocognitive decline. The bottom line is, sophisticated imaging analyses suggest whole-brain radiation significantly accelerates normal age-related cognitive decline with each substructure affected in a dose-dependent manner. Thanks to Ramahan, Neuro-Oncology, 2023. Up next, a match for mismatch. Two trials presented at the Society of Gynecologic Oncology have shown significant improvement in progression-free survival for patients with advanced endometrial cancer and mismatch repair-deficient disease. In the first trial, 816 patients with measurable stage 3 or 4A disease, stage 4B disease, or recurrent disease received first-line carboplatin and paclitaxel with or without pembrolizumab among those who had mmrd the addition of pembrolizumab nearly doubled the rate of progression-free survival at 12 months taking it from 38 to 74% and it prolonged median progression-free survival from 8.7 to 13.1 months in the second trial 494 patients with advanced stage 3 stage 4 or recurrent endometrial cancer received first-line carboplatin and paclitaxel with or without dostarlamab. Among those with MMRD, the addition of dostarlamab quadrupled the rate of progression-free survival at 24 months, taking it from 15 to 61%. Thanks to MRSA and Iskander, New England Journal of Medicine, 2023. Up next... Get on with it. Stereotactic body radiation is now a mainstay treatment for prostate cancer, but considerable debate remains surrounding the optimal dose and interfraction time interval to maximize the therapeutic window. Here we have five-year results of a prospective Phase two trial that randomized 165 of valuable men across nine European centers to prostate SBRT delivered every other day versus weekly. Why weekly, you might ask? The thought was that interval normal tissue repair would decrease toxicity while tumor reoxygenation could potentially improve efficacy. The target was the prostate plus or minus the seminal vesicles at the physician's discretion with a small, somewhat standard PTV expansion of 5 millimeters in every direction except for 3 millimeters posteriorly. The dose was 36.25 gray in five fractions. At a median follow-up of six and a half years, there was no difference in survival free from biochemical recurrence at about 92%. Also, there was no difference in erectile dysfunction, GI toxicity, or urinary toxicity that was observed. The bottom line is, whether prostate SBRT is delivered every other day versus weekly doesn't appear to impact efficacy or toxicity at five years. Thanks to Zilli. Red Journal, 2023. Finally, yes, we Narcan. This past week, the FDA approved Narcan nasal spray for over-the-counter use, a first for overdose reversal agents with some cities even planning to install Narcan vending machines, though concerns remain over potential price gouging when a single naloxone producer has approval. FDA, 2023. This concludes today's episode of The Quad Shot. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving us a 5-star rating, and subscribing to our podcast. Also, check out our website at www.quadshotnews.com and subscribe to our newsletter. We'll catch you next time.